So, in today's episode, we have a lawsuit, we have a noisy woman, and we have a very interesting marriage dilemma. Now, before I let it roll and let in all of that, I just want to start by asking you this one very interesting question. Would you ever, in your mind, if you are a woman, or if you are a woman, actually sue your mans or your boyfriend for not proposing to you? There's a woman who actually did that. I kid you the hell not. A Zambian woman by the name of Gertrude Ngoma has actually sued her partner, known as Herbert Salaiki, because he did not pop the question after their eight-year relationship. And her issue is this guy is never serious and he should have popped the question and man's already paid dowry, but he hasn't gone out and gotten the ring. Now, the guy did come out and say, oh, you know, he's trying to make sure he's in a position of financial security before popping the ring. But Shori clearly isn't having it. Now, this did kind of cause a bit of a stir when people were talking about it online because I was reading the comments to this story on one of the IG pages. And obviously, there was a lot of guys that were like, oh, you know, this is probably why he didn't want to marry you and shit. And there were one or two random people over there that were busy saying, you know what, what she did was right. How can he stay with her for all these years and not marry her? Like, she's not getting any young and shit. And yes, that, that, that is a justification. That's an interesting justification. She's not getting any younger, and hell, they even have a kid together. And they've been together for eight years. So that's the next step. And this guy should have popped the question already and gotten married to her. But I feel a little bit differently about this, on a personal level at least. Because I don't know if it's just me, but ladies, quick question. Do you feel the similarity in this? Like, does it feel like it's really, really similar to a lot of the things that you go through and talk about? Because it does to me. Like, it actually feels eerily similar. Like, this feels pretty much the same as when y'all are busy saying, just because I went out on a date with you doesn't mean that I have to fuck you after. Just because I've gone on I don't know how many dates, whether it be one, three, nine, doesn't mean that I have to sleep with you. Like... This feels like one of those situations, but taken to a legal level. Because if you actually even think about it, it is roughly the same thing. Because as it is said, and it usually is true, women hold the keys to sex, men hold the keys to the relationship. Then when you think about the idea of the date and the fact that she won't sleep with you, you know, she's holding the keys to sex, but she's not going to give them to you when you guys have gone out on a bunch of dates. And, you know, it's justified. It's entirely her choice. And this guy, having the keys to the relationship, isn't giving away the boss mode key, which is, you know, for marriage and everything, because he doesn't feel like he's ready to actually take care of this babe as a wife. Because now he'll have responsibilities that are beyond his level. And this shorty is still staying at her parents' place and everything. So he decides, you know what, I don't have to. And then this babe decides to lose her shit and take this matter to court. Like, at this point... It just feels like if there's any babe that's siding with her, it's a pretty simple situation of the pot calling the kettle black. And by all means, I'm not saying that you should fuck every guy that you go on a date with or you should fuck guys after you've gone on a certain number of dates with them. Like, that's entirely up to you, ladies. If you want to fuck the guy after the date, then do it. If you don't want to, then don't do it. But at the same time, if a guy is going to date you for a couple of years, don't expect that he'll marry you. Like, yes, it's good to believe that he will, but... Don't always expect it. Kind of like the same way we usually do with the dates and the 90-day rule. But anyways, 
that aside what you can expect at least as of right now is me starting this podcast which i probably should at this point so in my very typical fashion Welcome to Breakdown on West Side, your number one breakdown podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who does not believe in the 90-day rule, probably because she might be on her period on day 91. He's a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to talk about an old woman and being single. Somebody mentions being medium ugly. Usually, there could be some form of disagreement, but at some point, I always come through with that conclusion. And a huge thank you for each and every one of you that chose and listened to this podcast. And if you didn't select it and you're listening to it because someone else is in the car with you or in the office with you, then thank you nonetheless. I hope you do actually manage to come through and listen to a lot more of the episodes that we've got in. Now, I do want to get to the main topic of today. But before I get to that, I want us to talk about Jada Pinkett Smith. Yep, that Jada. Like Will Smith's wife or ex-wife since I'm not entirely sure Jada. Like, I want us to talk about her for a little bit. Now, if y'all remember when I was talking quite a bit about her, that was last year when there was the whole entanglement story. Well, people managed to let that part go and continue on with their lives. But unfortunately, it's like Jada wants us to talk about her again. And I know I am saying this and I'm going to elaborate a little bit on that a little later. Like, I feel like she just genuinely wants us to talk about her the entire time. Or she's just trying to drive traffic to the red table talk. I don't know. Maybe it's just me that feels that way. But for those of y'all that didn't get to hear about it while it was busy going viral, Jada kind of went viral over the weekend because of some things that she was saying on the Red Table Talk involving her marriage and her sex life with Will Smith, at least from back in the day. And she was doing the Red Table Talk with Gwyneth Paltrow, the people that don't know who she is. She was Iron Man's girlfriend and I think wife at some point in the MCU. So yeah, she's that lady. They were busy talking about marriage and, you know, sex life. And she spoke about how things were hard between her and Will. And she wished that he could read his mind because when you love each other, you should be able to read each other's minds, blah, blah, blah. You know, typical bullshit. Now, in as much as most people wouldn't really give that much of a damn about her, the fact that she brought out the hard part of trying to have sex with Will Smith while they were married bit, like that shit blew the hell up. Like, it actually blew up and everyone was talking about it. And it actually got to me and I felt hurt. Like, I genuinely felt sorry for Will because I feel like he's just being thrown under the bus for this podcast to actually succeed. Not mine, hers, the Red Table Talk. Mine, mine, mine is still the same whether he's thrown under the bus or not. Like, when I saw this story and I managed to listen to the particular section of the clip, unfortunately, I wasn't able to bring all of it here because I wasn't able to get a good enough version of it. Plus, it was it was, it was was kind of in between an entire conversation they were having and I didn't feel like bringing it there, you know, like just the entire thing. But that's besides the point. So I managed to listen to the entire clip. And to be quite honest, I kind of have two problems with all of this. And... I'm going to make sure I say this right off the bat. It's nothing to do with the sex life. Like this can get pushed out. I think enough media houses, media channels, and just content creators in the entertainment space and relationship space have spoken about the sex bit. I'm going to ignore the sex bit for this one. My first issue was her talking about the reading her mind. Now, first of all, what the fuck? Like, honestly, what the fuck? Like, we are not designated psychics. 
Just because you're in love does not mean that you people suddenly have a Bluetooth connection to each other's heads. Like, if you want to get some and you have your partner there with you, then usually you are just supposed to ask for it. Then your partner can say yes or no. You don't just sit there and wait for the guy to give it to you like he's gonna be horny all the time and he's gonna look at you and want to fuck you every single moment. And the funny thing about it is, even though that was actually the situation, babes actually wouldn't be happy because they're like, oh, you know, he just looks at me as a piece of meat. And the worst thing about it is she's not the only one. So like there's a number of you people that actually think that just because a man's in love with you, he'll know when you want to fuck. Like how? How do you expect that to happen? Like there's so many of you that actually think that way and y'all expect us to be mind readers and shit. And the thing that pisses me off even more about this is you don't even need to do that much. You literally just have to tell this guy that you're horny. And hell, if you feel like actions speak louder than words, tell this guy to go to the room with you. The minute he gets there, tell him to have a seat. The minute he takes a seat, you just literally unzip his pants and pull his dick out and start to suck it. Like this guy will definitely get the idea at that point. So whether he wants to bang you or not, he'll probably figure out when he's going to bang you or if he's going to bang you at that moment. Like. That's the thing that annoys me so much. She doesn't have to expect this guy to read his mind. She just has to say that she wants to fuck. And 70 times out of 10, this guy will probably accept to it because us guys are always made to look like we want to fuck. So most times, a lot of us would actually choose to do it, not because we like it, but for your sake. Because not only do we want to make it look like there's a problem with us, we don't want you to feel insecure or self-conscious about yourself if we say that we're not interested in banging and you believe that every guy just wants to fuck. Then my second reason with all of this, and I honestly feel this on a personal level, is I think she said all of this because she knew it would trend and go viral. I genuinely feel that way as a podcaster and a content creator because I know the power of bite-sized clips going out into the internet and being misconstrued. Like, I get how powerful those punchlines that can make somebody think something about the entire thing is going to be taken. And I feel like she did this specifically for that. I feel like she just chose to throw Will under the bus because she knew that it would get a lot of people talking about it because she still came out afterwards to say, oh, you know, y'all should leave this case alone. Will and I had a very nice and, and healthy sex life. Like... She came out to defend herself and on top of that, tell people, you know what, go listen and or watch the entire episode. And don't get me wrong, I know this because I've tried something like this a bunch of different times. And in as much as I haven't particularly thrown somebody under the bus or kind of engineered that particular point, I know how powerful it is when somebody comes back and they're like, no, it's not this, it's not that. And then you tell them, no, you're getting it all wrong. Go listen to the entire episode. It just drives more traffic. And I honestly feel like this is what she's doing. And if this is what she's doing, then it's honestly quite sad because I feel like Will Smith is actually a genuinely good guy and he can take an apology after all of this BS. But Jada is going to utilize all of this just to drive more traffic towards Red Table Talk. Because honestly, I feel like most of the discussions are pretty bland anyways. But anyways, those are just my thoughts. You can formulate some of your own. But I honestly feel like this was just her cloud chasing. And she specifically engineered this bit just so that she can drive more viewership. But that said, we should move it on to our main topic of today. 
and i'm going to talk about the standard digital for a little bit now for those of y'all that know about the standard digital's facebook page every week or so they usually post up some kind of a story there under the hashtag relationship dilemma and usually it's a very interesting dilemma that's happening to people it's expected to be real life i believe that sometimes it is and sometimes people can manufacture this shit but i i'd like to believe that the stories that are put there are 100 true but like i usually tell people always take it with a grain of salt now there was this particular dilemma that i found particularly interesting because it was extremely hard to actually look at and come up with a definitive conclusion and decision that can actually be made so i'm gonna read it for you before i just kind of go in and discuss the entire thing so that y'all can be familiarized with this so the story is and i quote i'm 48 years old and a mother of four I own a couple of businesses in Nairobi which are doing well. I'm married and I'd say my spouse is generally a good man. He and I, however, have not been intimate for four months now and it appears he's lost interest in intimacy. He's in his late 50s. I recently shared my domestic challenges with two of my friends. One recommended that my husband and I should visit a counselor while the other one suggested I get a young man specifically for intimacy. She even shared the contact of a man she believed would be of help to me. Two weeks ago, I was bored at home and decided to reach out to the young man. We went out and I liked his company. He is charming and appears ready for the arrangement. I am, however, scared that I'd be putting my marriage in jeopardy. I've tried speaking with my spouse, but he doesn't appear interested in finding a long-term solution. What should I do? End quote. All right, okay. Now, I believe you've processed most, if not everything, but I'll just give you a quick rundown. So, this is a 48-year-old woman who's been married to a man who is in his late 50s. You know, she has a couple of businesses like she mentioned, and you know, she hasn't been getting that much sex. And the husband doesn't seem interested in actually doing something about it. Now, one of the friends has suggested that she get a younger guy to, you know, be banging her brains out on the side. while the other one suggested that they go for marriage counseling or some form of counseling and she doesn't know what to do because she's actually met the guy that she can have an arrangement with and she's actually considering to do it but she fears for her marriage all right now that i've said that and i've kind of explained everything for you now you can understand how sort of tricky it is and when i read through the comments on this story i'm 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 not going to lie kenyans are very typical like most people are like oh you know you should pray about it and go to church and seek counseling oh you know your friend that's busy suggesting this younger guy is a devil and you know she's trying to sabotage your marriage oh you should stay with your man because it's not the best thing to do when you choose to cheat blah 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 like they were all pretty much the same typical answers maybe one or two that were like i like if it was me i'd probably go for the younger guy like every single one of them was kind of condemning the entire thing and to be honest i don't entirely agree with most of what people were saying because i know people usually like to say oh go pray about it and oh you should seek to have a better connection with god and you know go to church and all of that and don't get me wrong i am born and raised christian but in as much as i do believe in god and his wonderful work i don't entirely subscribe to such answers and i find them to be particularly pointless because it's pretty much like looking at a flat tire and wondering how you're going to fix it and then someone comes and tells you that jesus is the answer 
Like, yes, he's the answer, but at the same time, you need to understand the question that's being asked at that point. Then at the same time, I'm not the biggest fan of going to pastors for such advice because most of them aren't even trained counselors. And on top of that, some of them might actually use this as an opportunity to try and sleep with you. So not entirely a fan of that shit. But I do kind of get why some people would go this way. There's a lot of people that are super religious on this shit. So there it is. But for me, I want to go back to the beginning of this entire story where this lady actually said, I own a couple of businesses in Nairobi which are doing well. Like that couple of businesses part is what I'm interested in because I'm smelling a problem here because this is the only time the businesses are mentioned. They're not mentioned anywhere else. Like it was like a small dip in like the whole plot story that is utterly pointless, is not used up. For people who are into like movies and shit, you'd probably get the whole like this was a plot point that wasn't even used at all. It it, it could have been kept out because it doesn't contribute to the story in any way except that it actually does and it kind of contributes to the idea that she can actually be pretty independent on her own but that's something that i'll kind of dive into a little bit later now let's go to the friends for a little bit one was suggesting marriage counseling the other one was suggesting a benton i'm sure she probably talked to a bunch of other friends and they had their different thoughts but these are the two trains of thoughts that she kind of came with and the person who recommends the marriage counselor, uh, she's rightfully good in doing so. And the one that is trying to recommend the younger guy, the quote unquote Ben 10, in as much as people are calling her the devil and are saying that she's a problem and she's trying to wreck the marriage and everything, I can understand where she's coming from. Because in as much as people think that this is wrecking the marriage, I can see where she's just trying to look out for her friend's happiness. And I honestly feel like much as those two things might seem pretty similar together, they are exclusively different in and of themselves. Because in as much as this babe is saying, oh, you know, getting a guy might seem like she's wrecking the marriage, she's just trying to look out for her friend's happiness. And her happiness is, you know, dependent on the sex. And she's just trying to cater to that. So I wouldn't entirely blame her for that. Although I will actually admit that it is quite saddening that people have normalized the idea of extramarital affairs and not in an agreement sense the whole you know doing it behind closed doors trying to hide it from somebody type of sense like right now no gender no age is safe like everyone's just doing this shit and you know it's sad but that aside that aside um i look at the man you know the husband and there's an intimacy problem and according to the woman this man seems like he is not interested at all in actually handling it. He does not sound interested according to this woman. And I do see it as a cause for concern because yes, maybe this guy just has low libido. It could be a case of that. Or maybe he's too busy. But at the same time, it could be a case of him not necessarily losing an interest in intimacy, but losing an interest in intimacy with this particular woman. And maybe he might be taking that out on a younger babe, or maybe he's just lost interest and he's decided to stop. Because funny enough, there's actually guys that in the event of a dead intimate situation with their woman for an extended period of time, will just stop trying to do it. Like they won't necessarily go out and cheat with someone younger, you know, some of them just, you know, care about being monogamous and sticking to the commitment. So they'll just not bang anyone else, including their woman, because now they're no longer interested in it. And I think that's utterly normal for some people. And 
maybe we should investigate a little bit more as to why it is this guy isn't interested but the idea of him cheating or simply just losing interest in having an intimate situation with her is really up that on the list of issues that i'm seeing in this entire thing but more so than that i have a different thought point about this entire bit like when you read the entire thing i don't know maybe it's just me that feels this way but i feel like this woman is ready to do it with this younger guy she's just looking for validation from the rest of the world she's looking to be justified and she's looking to be encouraged by people and told you know what he's slacking go ahead and do it like if this is a real situation and this is a woman who actually sent this story in then this is what i can actually see because when you actually look at it this woman is saying everything that alludes to that because she spoke about the fact that she owns a couple of businesses so she's showing that she's independent you know she makes her own money you know the businesses are doing well so she can take care of herself so in a sense it's like yes she is actually ready to jeopardize the marriage and end things because she knows she can take care of herself right now and you know she can go ahead and start being with a younger guy because she's kind of you know protected from whatever downfalls that usually come with a woman cheating in a marriage so in a sense it does feel like that's what she wants to do she wants to cheat she just wants us to validate her choice of cheating because of the current situation that she's in and i'm sorry to tell you this but it seems like there's a lot of people that aren't going to validate this entire decision at least from the facebook comments that's not how it was looking but personally speaking the way i look at it i honestly don't know i honestly don't know if she should cheat with this guy because i don't endorse cheating but i can also understand and i can empathize and sympathize with the situation that she's in because protecting the sanctity of marriage is a very important thing i value marriage quite a lot and i believe in protecting the sanctity of a monogamous marriage through thick and thin and unfortunately it's not easy but it's 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 a part of the deal that comes with marriage you know you go and you swear that you're going to be together till death do you part but at the same time i can understand why when you're frustrated and your partner isn't helping kill that frustration you can actually look elsewhere so to kind of conclude all of this i just have to say a couple of things one cheating is very easy like cheating is super easy for a lot of people and especially for women because they hold the keys to sex cheating is very very easy but at the same time number 2 marriage is actually quite hard it's not easy for people to handle most people are not well equipped to handle marriage a lot of people are still getting married just because of love and we know for a fact or at least some of you all know for a fact that love is a very flimsy thing to get married with like if you're going to get married get married for things that go beyond love because that love that innate feeling that you feel inside your chest that shit moves like that shit goes yes that person can be blinking in slow motion but it's going to change real quick and last but not least you all know me very well i don't endorse cheating on this podcast but at the same time at the very same time while i see this problem i won't exactly blame her if she did i won't endorse it i won't promote it but i can understand why she'd actually end up doing it but 
Then again, this is a dilemma and I want to know your thoughts on it. The DMs are open on Instagram, it is at Breaktime on website. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on website. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and I will attend to them accordingly. If you can, drop a nice rating and review, I will appreciate it massively. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>